Angie Coombs, The Waterfall Journey. Welcome to The Waterfall Journey. This is one of a series when we talk to people who've had um, experiences as they have, their lives have been impacted by The Waterfall Journey. I'm introducing you now to Mark who's travelled on the waterfall journey for many years. Mark, would you like to tell us about yourself? Yes, of course, Angie. It's, um, it's a, a long story now. Uh, it's 11 years since we met, um, and uh, that was when I first became, of the waterfall, became aware of the waterfall journey. I'd come to the end of myself. Uh, I'd been in a high-pressure, very high-intensity job or career for 36 years um, and part of that was looking after the people I worked with and worked for but there just came a point when life crashed I suppose um, and my youngest son touched something deep inside me when we were doing a bible study as a family uh, and I felt as if I was going to implode and you very kindly offered to meet me I think it was two days later at your lovely house um, and introduced me to the waterfall journey through some spiritual direction which um, I sincerely needed as well as um, some counselling, some Christian counselling. I'd been a Christian for 25 years, um, 30 years and being a Christian had meant being busy at church, being a, an upstanding pillar of, of the church community and uh, the village that we lived in and um, if I look back I can say that church really existed in three places it was Sunday when we went to the service it was Wednesday or Thursday when we had our small group uh, and it would be another time if we were doing a course or something and I, I, I had God slots but God didn't appear in my daily life uh, and I think when you invited me to cross the line on the beach so as to speak like Peter and come to the other side, come to follow Jesus, that's when my life changed that day. It had a profound effect on my life immediately, I think. I, as I say, I, I had come to the end of myself and I couldn't fix the things that needed fixing in me. I couldn't fix the things that were out of my control. It felt as if, as I said, uh, life was imploding and, and I had just come to the end of Mark Clark. I think one of the things that really made a big difference for me was understanding the character of God. And you gently took me through understanding God's character. I'd had a, a very jaded, perhaps Hebrew and Old Testament picture of God being a, an angry man, um, an angry God. Uh, vengeful, bloodthirsty, uh, and yeah, punishing. And I have never seen the gentleness of Jesus, the love of God, and the power of the Holy Spirit until we did the waterfall journey together. And I then understood, started to understand, I suppose, at that time, what Jesus was actually trying to teach us. Uh, in living a, a spiritual and a, a human life, but in a kingdom way. Um, and that has, I hope, very much hope, developed over 
these last 11 years, um, more and more, few hiccups, some going backwards, lots of doubting, lots of struggling, uh, lots of holy boot from you uh, and Alina, my wife, um, and friends. And yeah, it's, it's been a rocky but good journey. And in that time, I've heard God. Um, I've heard God on a number of occasions through scripture, through people, through God incidences. Um, and I have sought, I think, the guidance from the Bible now on a daily basis. Um, before it was sporadic, it took time to fit the Bible in, I suppose, um, and to, to understand that it's God's love letter to us, but that it isn't something that was written for years ago. It's written for today. It's written for tomorrow. It was written for years ago as well, but yeah, it's there and we do a quiet time every day together, um, most days. And yeah, that's where our guidance comes from and each other, of course, which has been absolutely amazing. It's affected my inner journey massively. Um, I think in counselling terms, if I can add a little bit of spice to, to the interview, it's... Um, there's been an awful lot of my little self, my junior self, my little boy uh, and my behaviour that over the years has crept in and taken over again. Um, sulking, selfishness, not wanting to take part in things and it's, it's taken the waterfall journey and various tools which I'll talk about later on to, uh, to actually calm and secure and make secure that younger persona inside of me. That said, as an adult, I can also be belligerent and difficult. I haven't in any way, shape or form uh, become an angel. Uh, still got a long way to go on that one. Um, so my inner journey uh, continues. It is a, a walk day by day, minute by minute sometimes. The tools, the thing that you introduced me to that really started to change how I looked at my life was the, the timeline, the lifetime line. And looking back at the highs and the lows, looking back at rhythms, I suppose, of things that went wrong, like losing loved ones, like losing close friends and my behaviour. And over time, I suppose, with my job and my career, which involved dealing with a lot of, of road death, uh, as a traffic policeman, um, I closed down. I was able and needed to actually shut off my emotion, particularly my empathy. But in that, I lost my tenderness. Um, I lost my compassion because it became very much doing a job, doing the right thing and doing it well so that I didn't get into trouble with people. But when personal death touched me as well, when people passed in my life, uh, I had this ability to throw an emotional switch and turn off my emotion and just push through any pain that I thought I was actually going through. I, I didn't grieve for the death of my father when he died at 15 until I was 55 after I'd met you. Um, so there was an awful lot of, of inner pain or ferrets, as you call them, in a sack that needed to come out. From the timeline, I suppose, the next thing was, was understanding the spider diagram. And, and to begin with, I didn't see how writing down 
my feelings and my thoughts and then my behaviours was actually going to, to help, but it has helped tremendously on probably over a hundred occasions now when I've needed to try and sort out why I am doing something, why I am behaving in a particular way. Um, and that has been a fabulous tool because it, it actually became the beginning of how I started to understand who I am. Um, and that has been a, a journey that I've undertaken in other places as well on men's retreats and I think I'm in a in a a fit place now where I do understand a lot of who I am, who God has made me, what God has gifted me, me with for ministry, for community, for relationship, for life. And I, I use them on myself. I don't call what I do a ministry, I call it walking life with people. Um, I mentor a lot of men and Alina and I mentor and walk life with a lot of couples uh, and have done over the years and those tools those two tools in particular have been crucial but there's also the tool that, that one uses afterwards and that is to actually take the problem to Jesus take the problem to God um, and he never fails never fails to give back and to give good and to give love and to help to heal wounds to help me to forgive um, and get on that, that journey of forgiveness with people and with myself on occasions too. And an example of that, well, yeah, I suppose being vulnerable, being bare, being open, um, I played, I did play mind games with my wife. Um, I didn't understand for years and years and years that Alina was a highly sensitive person and I've found that with my training of both management and understanding people and various other things that I've done through my career, mental manipulation is, is something that I became very, very canny with, very clever with. Uh, I'm not proud of it now. But yeah, there came a time when we both realised that we were doing it to each other as well. And... I needed to undo that. I needed to unlearn that muscle memory of, of how to control people. And so I did a timeline and I could see it clearly at crucial parts of my life with friends, with work, with my children, with my wife, with myself perhaps in some respects. And Spider diagrammed that and wasn't... In fact, I think I was very emotional when I actually saw how manipulative I could be and I took that to Jesus and he gave me back what I needed in terms of being different in terms of the ability to see what I was starting to do and to stop it um, and that's a, a practice that I still have to to do yeah it's a, a work in progress Angie a work in progress mm. um, the main features, I suppose, of my of the waterfall journey, which make it special. Gosh, all of it. Uh, my book, the book, the waterfall journey, which you wrote, is is well thumbed, and I'm always diving in there. Particularly chapter five, how to deal with pain and anger. Yeah, that's uh, that's been a crucial chapter for me. But it's um, it's a walk. I think what I've learned to do differently is to be able to 
walk back into the the waterfall of God's grace and love when I when I don't um, feel like I should, when I don't feel like I am in that, when I don't feel good enough. I know that I can now, um, and that is always the start of of coming back to where I should be as a kingdom liver. Yeah, that's how it's it's special in my walk. Well, thank you really very much for sharing so vulnerably your your story um, there. Um, all these things that Mark is talking about, you can learn about through the first series of the podcast, where we go through both the biblical foundations of the waterfall and these tools that Mark has been speaking about. And I think you might have heard the reality that that brings to life. And one of the things, uh, I think you'd agree, Mark, wouldn't it, that, that actually the journeying takes pain. It does, because there's an awful lot that you have to deal with in yourself. And that is key. It, it's, I think it, for me, Angie, it's, it's a one-to-one journey. It's Jesus and me. You give me a lot of help. Other people give me a lot of help in encouragement and, and helping me to focus on things. But at the end of the day, this is Jesus and me dealing with stuff that needs dealing with to become a kingdom liver. Mm. And one of the big things we say, isn't it, that, that, that with, the, with the waterfall journey, it's, it's learning to live with the living God. But it's, it's coming into the place of knowing that love, that overwhelming love for us, that, that he's on our side, that he's, he loves us so much he sent Jesus to die mm-hmm. for us. And that, that there's a place for us uh, where we belong and we're home with him and we've work to do. And your story shows the, the, the mechanics of getting to that place. Mm-hmm. So now your ministry is beginning to to flow and is in an exciting place, isn't it? Yeah. Um, God planted a seed in me very early on that, that I would have a role uh, for him in walking with other men who were struggling um, with life, with faith, with day-to-day stuff like marriage with kids with so much and I think something happened because of the waterfall journey that I never imagined never imagined in my younger bullish self would happen and that was that I would be vulnerable open and perhaps what I would have regarded as as weak once upon a time in, in opening up my heart and my soul and God challenged me one day um, when I was having counselling uh, for the second time to actually tell my two bosses. Um, and I, I went to see them. I saw them together and um, I said to them, look, I'm having a bit of a struggle at the present time. It's nothing, nothing to do with work. Um, and I'm having some counselling over the next couple of months. Uh, and if I'm a bit odd then please don't worry it's just me dealing with things and doing some work Uh, and they both nodded at me uh, and I think one of them actually said well done Um, and that was that was as it as far as I was concerned within a fortnight within a fortnight Angie both of them had come to see me individually 
uh, in the coffee room when there was nobody else about and said to me, do you know, because of you being so vulnerable and open, I've decided it's time that I went and got some help and you could have knocked me over with a feather. And it, it's all gone from there. You have to be open and vulnerable as a mentor, I think, to be a, a, a true friend to people um, and to share as much as you can the, the experiences and the things you've got wrong in your life as well as the things that you've got right. But the waterfall journey plays a major part, I think, of my, um, of my mentoring ministry. Um, and just recently uh, I've been seeing a lad who's got himself into a right pickle uh, and I just, I asked him the question, that, that, tell me, do you feel loved? Do you belong? Do you feel you've got meaning and purpose? Do you feel you've got value and worth at, at home, with your family, at work, with your friends? And um, it brought him to tears and he said that it is the first time he's cried as, for as long as he can remember because some of those things are missing from his life um, and he wanted to know more. So we're doing the waterfall journey now. Mm. Well, thank you very much um, for sharing that and sharing your heart so beautifully with us. Thank you.